we were born into a system that has a high degree of rebellion. And it's good that we understand here that rebellion is not only sin, but class sins like telling of lies and uh, stealing and all that. No. It goes even into the way we think. The Bible always talks about no wicked minds. Our thought patterns, our judgments, our perceptions have issues. They often are aligning with God. The things we yield ourselves to, when you fear, when you allow fear to dominate your heart, God comes best. It is a sign that you will lack perfect love. Your perception, you look at things and the way you see them and give your judgment is mad. It's not appropriate, it's not accurate. You transgress also. And that is why what we have separately, as the Holy Spirit helps us, the first four gifts of the Holy Spirit is to help bring awareness to you. The gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge, the gift of understanding, the gift of cancer. The first four is all about awareness. So it's getting informed to know. And we must cooperate with the Holy Spirit to take us far deep into things that we should know. So that from the strength of what we have known, we can give proper judgment. We can have proper mindset. We can see things better. Not from our own background, people are born, Nigerian mentality as well, people mentality, Nigerian mentality, Nigerian mentality, no. You must see it the way God sees it. And one of the things that the Word of God does in our life when it comes is to bring this perspective. To bring it to alignment with God. Because until you are able to align with God, they can't flow into you. They can't. That's why I say my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. For him to relate with you, his ways has to be your way. And his thoughts has to be your thoughts. The Bible says, can two you know, work together unless they agree? There must be an agreement. And what brings us, the story of that brings us to that alignment is faith. And faith is not, I accept, I agree. Uh, it is so. <clears throat> God is the creator of the world. Ah, Jesus lost me. He died on the cross. I agree. I'm not doubting that. No, that's not faith. Faith is to accept what God has said to govern your life. When you allow what he said in any aspect of your life to govern your life, that is faith. You anchor your life on that that he said. Now, in the first reading, we see clearly how the letter of the Hebrews keeps emphasizing this dimension of faith. Brethren, why the promise of entering his rest remains, meaning it is still available, okay? Let us fear, lest any of us be judged who have failed to reach it. 
the rest of God is Jesus himself. And God wants us to, not just to participate in it practically, but to step into it and experientially have it. Just like if you see two persons, one has high malaria, one doesn't have malaria. If you look at them physically, you will not know. But the one that has malaria <laughs> will tell you, I'm having cold inside. Will tell you, I can't stand. Well, he looks fresh, he looks well, he's on suit, well, he's with all kinds of things in his body. He looks nice, <coughs> but inside something is wrong. Okay? So that's why it is also the rest of God is available. One can step into it. But if you see one who has stepped into it, you won't, you can't design it physically. And he said it's available. Let us not fail not to step into it. For good news came to us just as to them, but the message which they heard did not benefit them. The message which they heard did not benefit them. So it means the message was meant for their benefit. But it did not benefit them. Why? Is it because of God? Is it because of the devil? Is it because of them? I don't know. Because they, because it did not meet with, so it did not meet with faith in their hearings. Some translations they did not mix their faith with the world. They didn't mix the world with their faith. So for you to benefit from what you hear, the word of God that enters your life. You must release your faith, your confidence into the world and mix with it. Let it become your anchor. You must have absolute confidence. God, you said it, and I believe you. I don't doubt you. And I stand on it and, and I insist that this is what my life anchors on. Is the one that changed the color? It does not matter. I see stand on what God says. That is faith. Taking a no for an answer. Insisting that what God says is what we want and what we see. <coughs> That's how we allow the world to govern you. Very important. Very, very important. That we exercise this dimension of our faith. That we must allow our faith to mix in the world of God. The one I just said in that John chapter 5. You know, they, that part of scripture is one of my highest in scripture. John chapter 5, verse 24. He said, My word abides in you. And your faith will not ascend you. You see, you have eternal life. Two, you are passed from death to life. Meaning, you are passed from the regions where death governs and brings all kinds of destruction. You are passed from that realm into the realms of life. Where the law of life is operational. If you know where this world, where there is darkness, but what operates in you is the law of life. Then you that on account of that law, you say no more judgment. Meaning they curse the futility, the vanity, the destruction, the evil in this world who cannot touch you again. Why? Because this world abides in your heart. You have, you have come to know this world. I shared with you many times how I got my deliverance many years ago at the Little Hall. 
when I had a papa sick and I was, I was eating me every year for three months. I, I should be just coming with you. High goals and sickness that medicine called cure. Doctors were confused, they didn't know what to do. They told my dad, take yourself home, go and pray. My dad would kill me, and I would be crying throughout the night. The next morning, he would go and take his back and dress up and be found in his face, and that's what has happened. But at night, he was crying all through. He said, my son, what that? The fervent other Sabbath, who goes over every day, receives communion. I said, Lord, I'm serving you, why are you doing this? Was very teaching. When the first said, I have healed you. I said, if you have healed me, look at me. I'm so sick. Amen. Amen. I'm so sick. He said, You are the one seeing the sickness because I've healed you already. I said, Where? He said, Look at the cross. I said, Lord, please, I want my body to be okay. He said, You are the one seeing it. He said, Take him on the journey of the world. He said, first, have you accepted that I've healed you? I said, I'm still sick. It's okay, it's Until he was able to come to the point where he now I wanted to understand that, yes, you have healed me. Who can believe and report? I said, I'm today. I said, okay, now, Lord, I can see that you have done something concerning my sickness in the name of Jesus. And I accept. He said, now, have you accepted it? I said, accept what again? I want healing. He said, if you believe I've healed you, now accept it and receive it. Okay, I said, Lord, I receive it, I receive it. He said, don't ask me to heal again. I said, but I'm still sick. Amen. Amen. He said, begin to thank me that you're healed. I said, ah, but I, I can't stand up, I can't eat. Uh, what is that? What is that? I'll bring the picture so you can see it there. That's where we came from. He said, keep thanking me and forget the sickness. The voice of the sickness is keeping you down, not to see the light. That's how I mix in what? My faith with the word of God. And my faith went and dragged the word of God, the power of the word of God. And over time, before I knew it, my body started getting strength. Started getting strength. So the more I tapped him, I never see, I never saw that it is not God's job any longer. It's my job now. Mix your life. With faith and the word of God in every area. Eight months after that, I was completely healed. The next year again, when the time the time the sickness to come from September, that time came the Lord said, Keep talking and continue. Next word to come again. And that's how I got my health, not just me, my health from that time to today. I can finally tell you. I'm not going to leave hospital where I'm lying down and they say my case is precarious. It's a reality. As long as you are asking to do it, you are what? Opposing what has come happen on the cross. Seeing the cross that God has done everything for you. He has forgiven your sins, He has healed you, He has delivered you, He has blessed you, He has given His life, He has given His protection. He has given you his glory. He has given you his power. Everything is from there. Now, before you went there, they gave up the Eucharist. All that you are looking for, they are all from the Eucharist. Otherwise, all the Eucharist, they are thanksgiving because God has answered us. It is in Christ that 
the truth of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. So this is how we mix our faith and continue that way. And the hold of any darkness in our life we start losing it. You have to acknowledge and receive it without giving. You have to acknowledge and receive it with thanksgiving. What I say again? You have to acknowledge and receive it with thanksgiving. Your thanksgiving should be continual. Every day is getting worse keep thanking God. Darkness is blooming, keep thanking God. Continue! The devil wants to make sure you stop the thanksgiving to start asking again. That is what? Unbelief. Receive, acknowledge, receive, that's how you exercise the Lord. You saw Jesus today again, the gospel. Everybody, man. forgive me, madness. Unbelief. How can they forgive sins? To prove to you that a son of man can do what? Forgive sins. Rise up and walk. I'm sure the man will look at Jesus and look at the people. Put on one answer now. I think this man is all serious. And then he, he responded. And he took his palette and went home.